Welcome to episode 37 of the Louisville Sluggers podcast. Uh, you may have noticed a new graphic as part of this episode. Our 2023 template was inspired by rusty digital scoreboards you would find at your local baseball field. Uh, the type of scoreboard used in Little League, the high school, or was used all weekend during a youth or softball tournament. Uh, the type of scoreboard that the city didn't budget for to repair, probably knowing you'd be hit with more baseballs. Um, a scoreboard that lives on a field that's probably seen some better days. Uh, but my favorite part of the design is that even if the scoreboard isn't shiny or new, it never seemed to bother those using the field as long as most of the lights lit up to keep track of the box score. Uh, for my Eagle Eye viewers, there is a bit of a muted green as part of the composition. It's an homage to the Green Monster. Uh, Fenway Park is a stadium I still need to visit, even as a devoted Yankee fan. Um, a secondary feature of this graphic is the implementation of four topic areas that I plan to discuss in each episode. We hope you enjoy the new revamped look for the year. And if you need any creative design services, I offer a graphic design business that has worked with notable baseball content creators such as John Boy Media, Major League Wiffle, Foolish Baseball, uh, many others, and uh, creating everything from baseball t-shirt designs all the way to graphic overlays for OBS. Uh, with that shameless plug out of the way, I'm excited to begin this episode. Our first topic of discussion is the World Baseball Classic. Personally, I'm extremely excited to watch this. I didn't watch a few years ago, but this time around, I plan to pay a bit more attention and see the players all around the world compete. I love seeing multiple countries play baseball against each other with different styles and approaches. Uh, the last team to win it was Team USA in 2017. This is only the fifth tournament since its inauguration in 2006. 2006. Uh, this year, 20 teams are playing. This tournament is set up a bit differently than your typical domestic MLB playoff format, so I'm going to read this excerpt from MLB.com so the information is clearly explained based on their formatting. Uh, pool play is a round-robin double elimination tournament. From there, the top two teams in each pool advance to essentially an eight-team single elimination bracket. Uh, what are the teams and how are they ranked? For the first round, teams are assigned and ranked in each pool based on the following criteria. First, the team representing each pool's host country slash territory. Second, the teams that participated in the Final Four of the 2017 Classic will next be assigned as the top teams for each pool. Finally, the remaining teams will be assigned based on December 31st, 2021 World Baseball rankings in order to guarantee competitive balance. With that in mind, the pool listed rankings are as follows. Apologies in advance if I mispronounce anything. Pool A, Shuang, Taiwan, Chinese, Tapai, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, Panama. Pool B, Tokyo, Japan, right, Japan's team, Korea, Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. Uh, pool C, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, United States of America. Uh, location, right? United States of America team, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. Pool D, uh, Miami, Florida, and the United States of America. That's the, that's the pool area. Uh, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Israel, and Nicaragua. All right. What's the schedule? Pool A, March 8th through March 12th. So this week. Starts this week. Pool B, March 9th through the 13th. Pool C, March 11th through the 15th. And Pool D, March 11th through the 15th. So you're going to have games going on, probably multiple games a day. Uh, the quarterfinals, number one, is March 15th through 16th in Tokyo. Winners and runners-up from pools A and B. The quarterfinals, number two, is March 17th through the 18th in Miami. 
winners and runners up from pool C and D. And the semifinals is going to be March 19th through the 20th in Miami. And the championship game is going to be March 21st in Miami. All right, how do you watch the World Baseball Classic? Quick, helpful thing. Go to MLB.com slash World Baseball, MLB.com World-Baseball-Classic slash Where-To-Watch. That includes broadcasting information from teams playing in the following countries, Africa, Asia, America, and Europe. What are the rules for the tournament? Uh, the WBC Classic will follow the 2022 official baseball rules with the following stipulations. The automatic runner on second will be used in extra innings. The three batter minimum for pitchers will be enforced. There will not be a limit on mound visits. The DH will be used for all games. Replay review will be utilized and will follow MLB's replay rules. And the new MLB rules for 2023, the pitch timer, bigger bases, restrictions on infield shifts will not be used. And there are limits on pitcher use. Um, I said it earlier, but I'm truly excited for these games. And I will try to watch the condensed games if I can't be away during the live broadcast. If you want to learn more, MLB.com slash news slash world dash world baseball classic dash FAQ. All right, here's one of my favorite parts of the year in the preseason, the spring training area, team projections. Um, over the next week or two, our page is going to be publishing American League and National League team projections supplied by data gathered by Fangraphs. So far, the American League East and Central teams have already been posted on my account. Stay tuned for each post around 12 p.m. Central. Feedback is always appreciated, and fans of each team, I would love to see your responses, whether or not you agree with projections. Quick summary of all the division leaders as follows. Uh, American League East, New York Yankees, AL Central, Cleveland Guardians, AL West, Houston Astros, uh, National League East, Atlanta Braves, National League Central, St. Louis Cardinals, and National League West, San Diego Padres. Our third segment of the evening is highlighting a baseball content creator and someone who I enjoy talking to as a person as well. Uh, Bourbon and Baseball is hosted by Jason Beck. He's our highlight of the week. You can find Jason live streaming every Wednesday with bourbon tasting, guest invites to his live shows, and fun baseball topics. You can follow Jason on Instagram at bourbon underscore and underscore baseball and check out his online apparel store at bourbonandbaseball.shop. All right, the final segment for tonight's episode is actually going to be a live baseball card opening of a 1991 Upper Deck card pack. I'm not the biggest baseball card collector on the planet. Uh, I could certainly point you toward some other more uh, more baseball card heavy social media accounts that exist. Uh, but I thought this would be a fun exercise live to see what I unpacked. So uh, the, the cover says one 3D team hologram per pack uh, and 15 baseball cards per pack. So uh, let's check it out right now, shall we? Right here we go. Uh, it's a classic, folks. It's a classic. Starting it off great. Mark McGuire here. His Oakland Athletics time. Love that. Love that. Oh yeah, got the stats on the back. This is a old school man. This is so old school for me. Already had 156 homers at this point. 80 got stats from 86 to 90. Super cool stuff. All right. Mark McGuire. Great great card to start with here. Next one. Mitch Williams of the Cubs. 
I love throwback stuff like this, truly. Awesome. Yeah. 3.54 ERA, 86 to 90. Yeah, what a card. There's going to be a lot of players I don't know because <laughs> I was born in 93. All right. This pack came out two years before I was even born. I think we got Pete Harnish on the Orioles. Check that one out. He's in the jersey, though. Solid black. Let's bring that back. Huh? Is that still around? Love that. You got Lee Smith from the Cardinals. Lee Smith. Ooh, 2.88 ERA. 87 to 90. That's great. 919 innings. 265 saves. Wow. Yeah. That's who I would want on my squad. Dang, Lee Smith. I need to brush up my history, folks. Ivan Calderon. Could have totally mispronounced that. White Sox. White Sox. What we got here? Outfielder. Man, they're pretty good bat. It's awesome. I'll try to speed this up a little bit so I'm not dragging on forever here, folks. Bill Wegman. I love how you see the old logo, right? The old, uh, how they brought that back later. Bill Wegman. Pitcher. Brewers. 4.63 ERA, 86 to 90. 720 innings. Next up. Mark Lemke, the Braves. Loving the hat back then. A lot more trucker than it, than it used to be. Uh, or than it is now, I should say. Braves, 88 to 90. Second baseman. Sean Boski, Cubs, pitcher. A lot of pitchers in this deck today. Only one year of data so far on that one, 90. Carmelo Martinez. Oh, man, loving this rain jacket here. Pirates and the old school logo there. Love that. Outfielder. 652 hits, 86 to 90. 388 RBIs. That's not half bad. Could have, I mean... Last couple of years was 40-ish, but still, either way. Awesome. Rick Aguilera, I think. Yeah, twins. See, I love the green under the hats back then. Maybe it could be a reflection, but it looks like it's green under that hat. Love that. 3.44 ERA, 87 and 90 between the Mets and the Twins. 614 innings pitched. 469 strikeouts. Not bad. 
A lot of pitchers. Wally Joyner. Man, that's an old school Anaheim Angels logo there. Wow, look at that. Wally Joyner. Angels, 86 to 90, as these all are. <laughs> all right, 286 batting average. 759 hits. Wow, 422 RBIs. Man, he had 100 RBIs, 86, 117 and 87. I mean, we just had a player last year hit about that much. Awesome. Man, he played every game imaginable, it seems. Look at this. 86, 154, 87, 149, 88, 158, 89, 159. Must have been hurt in 90 because uh, only played about 83 games. Dang. Man, talk about somebody that played every day, huh? Look at this old school Angels uniform there. Love that. The collector's choice. What is this? Oh, does this have everybody... Carlton Fisk, okay. Oh, it's probably like a team thing. Pretty cool, man. Liking that style. That gradient. Uh, here's the hologram. Here's the team hologram card, folks. Oakland Athletics. Oakland Athletics. What do we got here? Bob Twesbury? Barry? Not sure. Got the St. Louis Cardinals. Another pitcher, though. 3.9 ERA, 87 and 90. 360 innings pitched. A little high on the ERA, but came back down. Good stuff, man. I love learning old about players. Ken Daly. Cardinals. Another pitcher. 86-90, the Card Cardinals. 568 innings pitched, 3.62 ERA. It's pretty good. A couple years there, three years in a row with an ERA under 2.88. It's pretty good. 2.66 and 87. It's very good. All right. Capping it off. I could mispronounce all these names. Hubie Brooks, Dodger. Outfielder. Look at this. 86 to 89. Expos. Montreal Expos. Represent. Man, he had a 340 average in 86. He played 80 games, but that's half the season. That's very good. I would want that. Awesome. Dodgers are doing very well. 91 RBIs in 90, 1990. 151 hits. It's very good. All right. Well, that's going to conclude episode 37 of the Louisville Sluggers podcast. Thank you for listening, tuning in, however you listen, whether it's podcast, audio-centric, audio-focused, or it's visual-focused on YouTube or Instagram. Um, truly, thank you a lot. Our podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Um, and to get direct communication from us, follow us on Instagram. We're very active on Instagram, Louisville Sluggers. Uh, Twitter as well, L-Town Sluggers. Um, thank you again. Appreciate you.